on. How do you live? How are you making it? <laughs> How are you surviving, sir? <laughs> Yo, you have no idea, man. She just been, yeah. I mean, we live, by the way. Welcome yeah, to Pod Pod. What's up, good people? We in here. What's going on, folks? Let me put. Let me let some motherfuckers know we in here. Yeah, God, we, in been, here. we in here. We in here. I've been slacking, baby. I've been slacking on my pimping, man. I ain't been doing what I'm supposed to be doing, but I dragged my fat lazy glass up in this bitch today <laughs> to entertain the motherfucking people. So I'm gonna put exactly. on my motherfucking big boy face. God damn it! I'm here with you. Hey, Ebony. I feel so bad because you know I'm I'm really good about doing everybody's birthdays and I totally missed out on Ebony's birthday on her day. For some reason, Ebony, even though we're Facebook friends, I didn't get a notification that it was your birthday because that's how I find out people's birthday. I get a notification to tell me who all birthday that day. So I so apologize. Well, I wish you happy birthday on your page, but who the um, Ebony Pippin? Yeah, she made her own post in the group and I saw it later. I saw it like hey, later. And I felt so bad because I'm so good about that. And she's always been, a, 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 you know, a very um, open and, and, you know, she's always been active in the group since they yeah. were. And yeah, so, I Ebony. I love Ebony. Yeah, Ebony. But I just don't want you to think that I forgot about you or that I was trying to, you know, I didn't get the notification, even though we Facebook friends. I didn't get the notification that day and it was your birthday until I seen on your page, you posted something, and then when I went in the group, I saw that you put it in there. So, shout out to you! I hope you had an awesome birthday. You look gorgeous as usual. So, um, oh, she said she went off Facebook for a while. Okay, that makes sense, and it makes sense why I hadn't seen you in a little bit. Well, I'm, uh, I guess your hiatus did you well because you're looking gorgeous, you're glowing. I love it. So, shout out to uh to all the the cancers, cancer season in the building. Absolutely. Happy birthday, baby. I'm sorry yeah. we ain't hit you up. You know, we fuck with you all day, though. Always, always. To anybody else, we may have forgotten your birthday because uh, the birthday shout-outs are based off of with Tiffany yeah. notification. So some people in the group, people don't know who watch the show don't know. We do this on Facebook. I haven't said that in a while. In fact, in fact let, me do some, let me do some motherfucking uh, house cleaning. So what we talking about is the Facebook group, Pardon My Ugly. So as always, Pardon My Ugly Everything. Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, YouTube, God damn it, the website. Uh, I got the part of my Leo shit coming out. I just placed the order. So that should be here in probably oh, a little bit yeah, less than two Leo's weeks. Leo's about to start clowning. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a beautiful this thing. This weekend over, you about to see Leo, Leo, Leo. Mm-hmm, you already know. I wanted to do cancer, man, but I ain't, I ain't get a lot of people to do it. I think just because yeah, it's cancer. It's strange. It kind of, yeah. I'm going to do something. I'm going to tell you this, though. I got an idea. That I'm either going to change. I'm either going to make a change on when I do the next Virgo one, because that was the first one. I may just wait to the start of the year, but I am going to flip it up, get the people a little something different. I appreciate the motherfucking support all day for yeah. the merch, the show, everything. I know I'll be telling y'all I'll be having shit planned and then y'all don't hear from me because shit kind of hectic right now for, for your boy. But I'm trying, y'all. I'm telling you, I got some shit for the people that I'll be, I'm trying to work out and put together. Well, Lance, the other thing is, don't think you got to do everything on your own. Take advantage of me while I'm not in school because you know when school starts, it's going to be a riz out. So if you need some help with something, because yeah, I thought we was doing a part in my ugly uh meet and greet and all that, right? It's coming. It's coming. I'll be right. honest. It, it ain't that I don't... I got an issue asking for help, Joe. I've always had this I issue. You. I'm the hey, same. Man, I'm curious. You're a yeah. Virgo. We got that similar. 
I think it's because I've been a loner most of my life. You know, I ain't like I just been a loner, Joe. So and then uh, I done had so many disappointments trying to count on motherfuckers, Joe. It's like I just rather put it all on my shoulders and handle it myself. Then I ain't got to worry about being disappointed, calling the motherfucker, following up with them. Like you trying to get somebody to do shit for you, and they don't do it at your pace. For me, I'm not patient. It's frustrating. Right. And when, right. when I do something for somebody, I try to get it the fuck done. Right. So if I got to call you to remind a person, I'm instantly annoyed. Yeah. If I got to call twice, I just call, I just do it myself. Like I can't bug nobody. I, I hate inconveniencing people because I hate being inconvenienced. So even though you said you would do it, I feel like sometimes people say, yeah, because not you, obviously. People say, no, yeah, they call in general. Yeah. Yeah, they, they want to help a lot of times. They have good intentions. They're courteous, but they ain't always, it ain't no priority mm-hmm. for them a lot of times well, what I'm, you ask I'm them to do. I'm going to tell you, I'm not that person. And, and I'm just saying, as far as like, I won't procrast- I used to be a huge procrastinator. I'm much better because I have to be. So, <laughs> I mean, I ain't going to say I don't have my moments. We all human, but for the most part, I'm good. So, like I said, we are a partnership in this. If you need some assistance with this, I'm definitely there. You know, I appreciate maybe, it, baby. I know you are. Reach out to you, like Lance. That probably be better if I ask you. You need help. <laughs> yeah, you know I got issues, goddamn it. So, <laughs> so anyway, I appreciate it, goddamn it. And I know all the, I know all the, uh, the viewers appreciate you bringing the yiddies out tonight. Yeah, I covered them up. I said, hold on, let me move my hair out the way. Shit, they had the yiddies out on Monday. We got the yiddies out there. It was was a triple play going on. I said, okay, I I don't want to mess up her name. It's Nia Tara. I knew she was coming with it. She always got the dick. She ready. She got enough titties for two motherfuckers. She she can breastfeed a village in it. It takes a village. She got you. It just takes Nia Tara. (laughs) You know, Crystal. Crystal got some big ass motherfuckers. Oh, she got some she got some uh what y'all call them? So uh some watermelon, some melons. You know what? I ain't I ain't the biggest titty man, but over the years I have grown an appreciation for them. That's good. I really have. Like I am a leg man first. I love even more than ass. Like I don't care how thick she is. If her legs ain't shit, I'm, like I'm turned leg. off. Right. Turned off. Right. So my daddy got me like that. You can have everything, but I need a nice leg because I like a nice walk. I like a yeah. woman who can walk in heels. I like style. I like sexiness. So that's why mm-hmm. I, all, I like legs because no matter how fine you are, if you can't walk and you ain't got nice legs, you ain't sexy. Well, You're let not. me tell you, ain't nothing sexier than some big old tickle bitties in a shirt. You know what I'm saying? Poking out with a little cleavage, you know what Just I'm the saying? shirt. That's it. Just the shirt and some high heels. Hey. That's- Get up. <laughs> we will text my fiance right now because she got some big old deities too. Yeah. My fiance got some deities. You didn't give me an idea. Hold on, Yo, baby. So silly. <laughs> but anyway, so what's going on? You uh, you been watching the uh, finals? Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna make it a short show tonight. Uh, not because of the finals, because right, right. listen, we keep it a buck on here. I'm blase, blase tonight, though. I, I, there's been a rough week. You know what I'm saying? Personal business. I got some. All of it ain't bad. Some of it is some shit weighing on my mind. I got, I have possibly a huge decision to make. We'll see if it comes to fruition. Uh, so I just got, I got a lot of shit going on, man. So, well, but I'm here you, to entertain the people because I love y'all, goddamn. Absolutely, that's why we here. Absolutely. So, so who you rooting for in the finals this year? I want uh, Phoenix to win because I want Chris Paul to win, but I think Milwaukee's going to win. I think, I think. Uh, then they gonna pull it out. I thought they was going to win the whole time. 
I don't think, uh, and we don't know we'll do too much sports talking here, but I never thought Phoenix was a real championship caliber team. I thought they, they uh, capitalized on all those injuries like they should have, but I think in general they're not uh, uh NBA championship caliber team. They're not, they don't really have what it takes as far as the roster. Where is it, Kevin Gar- uh, Garnett? Anything is possible. And I want CP3 to win. I want him to win because he deserves yeah, me too. Let me, me check too. out some of these you comments. You know what's, what's uh, surprising to me that I just recently found out? What's that? I didn't know that a lot of people don't really like Chris Paul. Like, he's not a very uh, likable person in the NBA amongst the players. Uh, I've always heard that it's, he, he a hard, he hard player because he's tough. He's he like a Michael Jordan type motherfucker. That's very demanding in your face. But I, never, but I never heard people say until recently that they didn't like Michael Jordan. I didn't never heard that. He ain't get along with Blake Griffin at all. I mean, Blake used to stay into it. You know what I'm saying? You know, but I think I think soft motherfuckers get into it with Chris Paul. Soft mm-hmm. sensitive motherfucker. Blake is soft ass sensitive motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I think like like I think people who 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 can take a hard coach right. criticism shit like that, they don't mind a person like Chris Paul. Like Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler turned a lot of motherfuckers off because he'll go hard all the time in right. your face type of motherfucker, but mm-hmm. they're the type of dudes you want to foxhole with you. They're the type yeah. of motherfucker going to go for theirs. You ain't got to worry about them showing up when shit happens. So, maybe, but uh, like I said, I would like to treat Chris win. Chris one of my top five fair players all time. Uh, as you know, all my all my favorite athletes, just so you know, are arrogant as fuck. And that's I love that in sports. I think I told you that, like, I may not like arrogance in any other aspect, but in sports, if you can bring it, if you can back it up, hell yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love talk shit, get more yeah. fucking straight. Yeah, 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 all day, all day. But, but I love G- uh, Giannis, Giannis. I, I think it's Giannis. His name up, Giannis. I do, I like him, but I feel like, you know, he got time. CP3 been in the league a long time. Look at me and go and get this, this ring. Giannis, yeah, a, a, a long road ahead of him and multiple rings coming his way. So even though me saying I want I want uh, Chris Paul to win, that's no diss against Giannis and Milwaukee. I love them right. a lot, but I just feel like you know they're the younger generation; they got time. So right, honestly, I got a small I got an issue with Giannis, non basketball related. I don't oh, like okay. that he accept. I don't like that he accepts the moniker Greek Freak. One well, okay, explain that. Because even though I don't know if he was born there, he might have been born there. But you know, he I was fucked he, up. Yeah, I think he's uh, from yeah. He's right. not um he's his, not Nigerian. Uh, right. He his his nationality, his ethnicity. Nigerian, right. But his home is, is but home. this is why I don't fuck with it. Because they did not make him a citizen until literally three mm. days before the draft. Get the fuck out of so here. So the only reason they made him a citizen is because so he could go into the NBA as a Greek citizen. So they can say, we got a player in the NBA. So literally, you can look it up. Literally, three days before the draft is when they finally made him a citizen. You know that shit was wow. all political. Yeah. And, they, and, and he was over there fucked up. You know, I, can't say he's, I don't know if he was homeless, but I know he was over there fucked up. But I was like, man, that's a foul shit. I would never accept that, knowing how the country feel about him. But I guess he, he lived there. He grew up there. I get it. But he ain't Greek. He ain't fucking Greek. He fucking Nigerian. That'd be like me born in Mexico, what? and now I'm right. saying my child is Mexican. I have, no, I, born, I have a baby in Mexico. My child ain't Mexican. He might be a Mexican citizen, but my child ain't going to be Mexican just because they're born in Mexico. So that's a tricky thing, though. So what what do you suggest? What if you were if you were him? 
how would you have handled them calling him the Greek freak? What do what do you feel like he should have yeah, Al said he don't fuck with these. I wouldn't use it for my I wouldn't use it for my nickname. I wouldn't. I mean, people want. I can't stop anybody from calling me something. But I wouldn't use it. I wouldn't co-sign it. Oh, well, he's I'm also embracing it. it. He's yeah, not, I wouldn't embrace it. It's not just like okay, I let the NBA use if that's what they want to use. He's mm. also embracing it and calling. Yeah, yeah and I, I had a great, a great coworker who was huge in the sports. He loved Giannis. He confirmed that shit. He said, "Yeah, he be like, man, I ain't like that shit either. That was foul." It's some political shit, but yeah, yeah, it's a black man. That man ain't that man ain't Greek at all. And like I said, just because you're born in the country don't make you part of that country. You may be a citizen of that country, but he ain't Greek. Just like if I had a kid in Mexico, that kid wouldn't be Mexican. And nobody would consider my kid Mexican either. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, it's small thing. Right, because you know, if we were to, for example, as citizens of this country, if we born here, whatever, if we were to go to another country and play some type of sport or something and they wanted to call us the American sensation. I mean, we technically are American. We are considered American. I know I know it's different. We have a yeah, different I, I, yeah, our history is all it's a different history. Yeah. Right. But it's just like South white South Africans. The yeah. motherfuckers ain't African. Most of them are Dutch. Right. Those are not but African. what if they what if what if they're because the Dutch have, have have been in Africa for so long for generations that some of the newer generation, that's all they know. They don't know nothing about yeah. their hometown. Yeah. So so why why should they say why should they not embrace the fact that that they're technically African citizens? Because you're not your your bloodline and your lineage don't run through South Africa. Your bloodline and your lineage is all Dutch. You just but were born saying, what if and it's generations though. What if it's been yeah. like three generations? Then that's all they know. They don't know nothing else. Where you born don't change your bloodlines. You can be a, a you erase it like like who's that saying that? I think it might probably Algernon, but I ain't look. You erase. Well, I, I say coach. I don't really like the word race. Your culture and ethnicity are two different things. So you can be born in another country, but that doesn't change your bloodline. That doesn't change your lineage. If I'm black and I don't deal with nothing but black women, or let's say I'm I'm Latin, uh I'm Italian and I don't date nothing but Italian women. It don't matter where I go in the world and how many children I have. I am Italian. My bloodline is Italian, and that won't change. Where I'm born does not affect my bloodline. Now you can have citizenship. You can have citizenship in multiple countries, but like I say, you you not your bloodline determines what you are. So if you're looking at a blue eyed blonde haired white person tomorrow, oh, I'm South African. How? Who who right. in your family is South African other than you just being raised and born there? You got any South African blood in your in your system? Or you just saying that because you grew up in South Africa. Right. But it's, I guess it's a it's, it's, a, thin line. Yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a weird thing. Mickey says sports are only about sports and marketing for endorsements and what you're gonna do after the league. So um, he could have come up with a million different names. It is a personal thing to me. I know how people try to monopolize that. And this black man walking around being called Greek don't look right, and it's just like some bullshit. What Mark saying, Lance is right, Greece did do that. Let him live his whole life as an immigrant. But yep, that would have let him live his whole life as an immigrant, denied him citizenship, then let him travel to the draft as a Greek citizen. So they didn't do shit for him. They didn't get they was he was an immigrant, they treated him, treated him like an immigrant, all that shit until he could do something for them. So he was young, he a kid. I get it. I would hope as he grows older, he say fuck that shit and realize they just using the yeah. fuck out of him for money and, and for pop popularity and, and shit like and that. He, he, he probably him. using them in return. You know what I'm How? saying? He, how you make him? <laughs> he make money. He probably make money the anyway. The marketer sounds marketable, and you know maybe something with that. So I don't know. 
Yeah, I just did a personal but, thing with me. Shout out to the playoffs, even though it's in July and it's so weird. Uh, I don't know <laughs> right. how long we're going to be doing this because how they going to catch up to doing it how it used to be because they can't turn around. I don't know. But shout out to the playoffs. I think it's to the I think team. Next year. The boys ain't in that song. Get no <laughs> The boys I, might not never be in there for a long ass time. Yeah, it already been a long ass motherfucking time. Fuck you talking about. When my last championship? 92? No, I was later than that. It was 98. No, it was 98. 98. 97, yeah. 98. That was in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. it's already been a long ass time. But anyway, I mean, at least we've been in the playoffs with D Rose and stuff. That's why I'm, I guess maybe that's right. what I mean. So, anyway, go ahead. A uh, real quick, you're right, Steve. I'm, uh, culture and nationality. I mean, your nationality is where you're born, but your culture and your race is what's in your bloodline. But anyway, uh, we're going to get to the topics tonight. Like I said, we ain't going to be all night. We're going to make it quick, goddammit. Uh, the first one is a. Uh, uh, you know me, I be all over YouTube and watching different shit. Cause I do a podcast. I like to see what's going on in the world, interesting conversations that I think will work for the show. So this is something real quick that I was thinking about. Losing your virginity. How like that's an interesting thing to be thinking about at 40 something. No, well, the conversation that I heard, and I didn't I didn't take what their topic, but it just made me think about it. Uh like I think losing the virginity for women and men. Typically, is a totally different experience. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times, people have very interesting. I lost my virginity stories. I know mine was wild. So I was bullshit when I lost mine. So it's funny, right? Because and and I want you to continue, but almost, you know, obviously, at our age, that's not too much of a conversation unless you get really serious with the person and that's something. But you know, when you was like the late teens, early twenties. That was a question you actually asked people. How did you lose your virginity? How old were you? And what I've what I've learned throughout my years, I would say 90% of men lost their virginity to an older woman. You think it's I mean, that she old? might not have been grown, but they was like 14 and she was like 18 or some shit like that. Like it's never, it's very rarely that I've heard that she was the same age or younger. It's you always think it's that high, ninety percent of the one. Okay, well, I'm, okay, I'm gonna speak from my own experience. All the men that I've ever talked to, with the okay. exception of maybe Craig or a couple others, it was usually some older chick. That's it. It's a bunch. Of, we got about twenty some people in here. Let's ask the okay, people. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. Let us know, guys, where y'all at. Yeah, fellas, did you lose your virginity to a woman who was? And I don't mean like two, three years. I mean, it. it do you lose your woman to a, a virginity? To a woman who was at least, because I would say since we young, at least two two plus years older, usually three or more. Like mine, we're the same age. Okay. And I was four. I was going into my sophomore year in high school. So I think I was 14, about to turn 15. My birthday is September. Oh, okay. So you just kind of, okay. Yeah, I was about to turn 15. So it was a couple of weeks before I turned 14, right before the school year started. How old were you when you lost yours? Late? No. I was early. 14. I was fourteen. Huh? It was. I was fourteen. It was like the end of my eighth grade. <laughs> because it sounds kind of bad. Most people be like, "That's young," and I think the way I lost it too. I think I lost my right, right, right. <laughs> I lost my virginity like in a in a guy type of a way. You want, well, you you, you want to tell your story first? I tell mine. Oh, that's fine. I mean, I just I was young. Everybody. For some reason, in my age, they was having sex and they just always talking. For some reason, 
conversation and it was just like ridiculous really and so it was like out of curiosity i basically just kind of used this guy that i barely knew like okay i just want to see what it's like and so i had sex with like somebody i i didn't really know him like that i uh know multiple women who chose someone they didn't care about yeah on purpose and I, that happened to me. A girl chose me. And I tell oh, her, real, But that real wasn't quick, your first time. That was just no, her first time. This okay. was college. I'm in college. Mm -hmm. and I'm going to tell you exactly how it happened. It was the weirdest shit ever. I'm in college. You remember York and Lloyd? From Northern? Yeah, they used to throw parties or something? No, no. They was, uh, York and Lloyd. They used to be my... Uh, they used to live next door to us at Grand B. They was only down there for maybe two years. African motherfuckers, funny as hell. They cousins, Lloyd and Wusu. I don't know if you know them or not, but anyway, it was me it and my man. Me. Maybe I knew of them. So me and my man, you are, hold on real quick. What's really say? I lost my virginity to an older chick. That's what I, older everybody, cousin, uh, okay? uh, uh said that. Um, I Who think uh, Steven said it. Um, not, he said no, not two years, but older. Street said my older cousin let me bang out the runner he and his friends had over a friend's friend. She was a senior in high school. I, was a friend. I see that a lot too. Uh, cousins and brothers passing a chick to their little brother, their little cousin, little homie. That happens a lot too. Okay. But, uh, I haven't heard that story, but more so is she well, I heard that a lot. Uh, So I'm in the dorm with me and my man York. It's like a Friday night, Saturday. I don't know. Might be the middle of the week. We ain't doing shit though. We chilling. Down the hall is an Indian girl and a white girl. They roommates. So we cool with them on the floor, but like we don't really friend. They just cool chicks, you know what I'm saying? So they come down to our room, to York room, and start chilling with us. So because mm -hmm. we never flirted with them or nothing, we didn't think nothing of it. Neither one of us. Like we weren't trying to hit on them or nothing. They were just cool chicks from down the hall. You know what I'm saying? The Indian chick comes sitting next to me. The white chick sitting next to York. And we sitting there chilling out of nowhere. The Indian chick say, "Hey, can you? Why not you come to my room? I gotta take some medicine. I just want you to go with me." And I was like, "What the fuck do you want me to go?" But I just like right to take some medicine. I don't know. I mean, I guess that's the best excuse she could think of to get me down to her room. So she was a little cute chick, but nobody really paid no attention to. We get down to her room. Shorty basically jumped my bones. Like out of nowhere, no intro, no warm up, close the door and just start kissing me and shit. So I'm like, oh shit. Like, you know, I ain't shit. Fuck it. You cute. You ain't bogus or nothing. You cute. I just ain't never paid you no attention. But we get to it. We do what we do. And I see a little blood. I'm like, hey, shorty, you want yo? And she like, no, this is my first time. I say, first time doing what? She's like, it's my first time. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, what? why you chose me? Because like, right. you, she chose me. You she came and got me. me. <laughs> and she was like, because you cool and I feel like you safe and you always, you ain't go, like, basically, like, she feel like I wasn't going to fuck her over and do her no harm. And that's, so that's like a real concern for girls. That really is. Mm -hmm. I don't think y'all y'all understand that. I didn't live up to her. I didn't live up to what my expectations. I feel like Shane will tell you what happened because it's one of the worst Can't things pass. I ever. Huh? Can't no, pass. it was later on. But it, the situation that happened with her is one of the worst things. I even though I didn't do anything, I allowed something to happen, or I allowed the situation to manifest. And it's one of the, I felt, I never felt more like shit for something I didn't actually do. But I know what it, I know I allowed it. I halfway facilitated it. 
And I was like, man, I just felt like shit after. I was like, I only want to tell the story. Yeah, that's not a story you want to tell. <sighs> I mean, don't. <laughs> nah, I can't tell the story. Okay, don't tell it. Yeah, don't nah, tell nah, it. Don't I'm worry good. about it. But anyway, uh, you want to tell your first yeah, story? Yeah, my real quick? story wasn't that like okay. aggressive. The guy was trying to push up on me. And it was just in my he don't know he was being used, but you know that's that's how it was. But yeah, I'm seeing more in the comments. Titus said he was around 10 years old, maybe younger. So you know that she had to be old. I heard that too. I heard that story too, where the guy was very, very young like that. So that's it was molestation. it is molestation. And uh Mickey said something about that. They look at it like it's some type of rite of passage, but yeah, that's crazy. Kiki. Kiki said something about that. Kiki, the only reason I don't want to get into that topic because it's heavy and it's I'm trying to keep it lighthearted. But yes, I do understand about molestation. I've dated many, many women who have uh, confided in me that that's happened to them. I found out at an early age that a significant portion of women, way more than I ever would imagine, have been molested. Like it's, I would probably say it's like 65, 70% of women have been molested. And, and, and a lot of times it's their own family, and that's what's so Most crazy times. about it. Most yeah. times. Every, every, every single story I heard was a family member. Yeah. Every I've heard plenty. Everyone I heard without fail was an uncle, a cousin, somebody like that every time. But yeah. uh, anyway, I yeah. want to get to that, like I said, because that's some heavy yeah, but, shit. So we got a couple people, they really want to hear the story, but I mean, it's up to you. About what happened with old girl? Yeah, that you want to tell. Oh, man. Don't oh, tell, man. I'm just telling you, that's what a couple people said. They're like, tell us about it. I'll put it, to, I'll put it like this. Uh, nah, fuck that. I can't. Okay, nah, moving yeah, on. I got, that was one that of the great. I got you. That shit was awful. And I ain't do nothing, but I just, yeah, it was, yeah, fuck that. But, but going uh, back to what you started off saying, you said that the stories between men and women has been different. So what's been so different? That men is just a thing to them, and yeah. women are a little bit more. A couple differences. One, I think uh, a lot of times, if it was a situation like yours, where you just chose somebody to kind of get it over, women tend to have an attachment today to the person who took their virginity. I've taken many women's virginity, and they all had an attachment to me afterwards. Uh, you hear about that? A lot. Well, I was trying. That nigga got attached to me. I was trying to ghost. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Well, I've I, I, I like for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> you, told me, you told him, let me get three pumps. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because I wasn't impressed. And I mean, I don't necessarily think it was his fault. But, you know, for women, like you say, it's different. For women, the first time is painful. I know. You know I'm there's some pain attached to that. And so I think, had it been with somebody that I cared about, you know, maybe the pain would have subsided because it would have been a little bit more passionate. Right. But it was like it was pain and it was like mm, Were you glad thing. you got it over with though? I did. I mean, I just had to kind of figure out how to shake him, you know what I'm saying? Because he was really like had me wearing his chain and shit. We was like, I had to go with him for a little while to make him feel better. <laughs> That's hilarious. And uh, it was so bad too, because it was like I ended up finding yeah. out. He was like one of my classmates' boyfriend. So I'm walking around with his chain on. She's salty because I done took her man because he completely dumped her. Like, I don't want you no more. I want Tiffany. Maybe it she was, wasn't fucking. It was real bad. 
Damn, Tiff, you had a strong jump. That was terrible. Tiff had a strong jump. No wonder Craig loved your motherfucking ass. You came in, you came out the gate like LeBron as a rookie. <laughs> you know what I'm she had niggas feeding all day. She got the got that magic box. Ass, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Tiff, Tiff came out and been bit like Mike Jordan putting up 28, goddammit. And it's so funny because I only had sex with that one time. I never. It took me a whole nother year to have sex again. I didn't really? like for women, really? unless it's somebody you care about, it's not really an enjoyable experience the first time. But anyway, go ahead. I, wait a minute. We got some comments. Uh, oh, I think we're still talking about the molestation. Tammy said, I didn't play about my babies. If it wasn't my husband or me, our parents, I really let my children in the company. She was talking about how she's heard so many stories about right, yeah. babysitters. The yeah, I, mean, I don't, don't want to go there. That's that's yeah, heavy. Yeah, we ain't yeah, on yeah. that tonight. We're gonna keep it short. But uh, well, I will tell you real quick. I lost my virginity. The girl. Oh yeah, I gotta hear your story. I was fourteen, and my mother worked nights, so she was a skilled teacher. So she used to work. Uh, she used to do uh summer school and college, and she like a night class at college. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I know her exact. Yeah, schedule. you come from a very academic family. Yeah, and I'm dumb as shit. Don't worry about it. Uh, no, you're very smart, but I'm saying your your uncle, your mom. I didn't know that about your mom. Yeah, hey, y'all educators. My mother was a teacher. My grandmother was a teacher. My uncle, a professor. Yeah, I got a lot of teachers in my family. That's awesome. I let their ass all down by not getting my degree too. Yeah, <laughs> they probably was mad at you about that, but ain't mad no more. Go ahead. But anyway, uh, yeah. So I do a time she got home, so I had a chick come through. She skipped choir practice. Now I already knew that she was a little even back at them age. She had been fucking already. Okay, mm -hmm. she was my guy ex girl, but he never fucked. You know what I'm saying? So she come through the crib. She know she's coming over there to fuck. Like I ain't got to talk my way. Like we didn't already discuss it. She going over to fuck, right? So long story short, I I fucked and did not bust a nut my first time. I'm not even sure if I knew I was supposed to, but I know we was fucking for a while. And I do remember saying like she had a great time. I had a great time, but the nut didn't come. So after we was done fucking, I was still horny. So I started to fuck some more. And then I heard the keys in the door. Now, if you ever been in my house, I have what's called a bi-level. So in the house, you walk in the front door. It oh, so it's that same house. You, grew up, you literally same grew house. up in the house. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we were fucking on the living room floor. We didn't make it upstairs like it got... So in my house, you walk in, as soon as you walk in the door, yeah. you, you take two steps to the left, it's three stairs, and that's the living room. And then and then after you go to the living room with some stairs upstairs because of the by level. Okay? Yeah. Joe, I am 14 years old with a butt naked 14-year-old in my living room on the floor. Clothes everywhere. Shorty had a French, what that the French braid, not the French braid, they call that shit the French uh, French roll. French roll. French roll. <laughs> you know how many bobby pins are in a fucking oh my French roll? Oh man. Listen, Didn't you know listen. what time your mom was coming? You just got kind of caught up in and the I'm moment. 14, I'm lost in the sauce, and I'm I'm about to I'm fucking I, we started fucking. I told you I didn't nut. I don't know why I didn't right. nut. So we started fucking again. So shorty probably thought I was a monster. I don't know if she knew I was a virgin. So I hear the keys in the door, panic setting, grab her shit, run upstairs. I stuff in the closet. I'm like, Joe, now this is the bad part. My room shares a wall with my mother's room, and the wall that it shares is the closet. 
and I put her in the closet. <laughs> now she butt naked. So I'm I'm nervous. So I'm running downstairs to see if any clothes around. Somehow this chick grabbed every motherfucking bobby pin. I don't know how. I was like amazed. Like it was nothing left. So now I'm trying to figure out how to get her out the house without my mother seeing her. Cause my mother home for the night and she in the closet. Right. And, and I'm her 14. Room right next to yours. Yeah. And I'm sure so, the girl got some type of curfew. She 14. It ain't that late there. It ain't that late. Church still going on. You know what I'm saying? So she can just leave and go to church. It's still daylight outside. You know what I'm saying? Because it's summertime. So uh, I'm I normally fuck around my mother a lot, talk a lot of shit, but I'm in her room way too much. Now, cause I'm trying to I'm trying to gauge how I can get her out the house. So I know my mother noticed it like something funny going on. Right. But I'm like, I tell Shorty, listen, my, my mother gonna go to the bathroom eventually. When she go to the bathroom, I gave specific instructions. You gonna walk downstairs with me. We gonna take step by step at the same time like a fucking marching band. Because I don't want my mother here two sets of steps. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I said, now listen, my house is flat like this. So when you put out the bathroom window, you can't see the sidewalk right. from the bathroom window unless you open the screen up. So I say, look, shorty, when you leave my house, go to the right, cross in front of the house, cross the street, and then go back left. Because she got to go to the left of the church. Right, right, right. So, so my mother can see everything left. She can't see shit right. Right, so, so she just feel like somebody on, on right walking. So I'm like, I'm, I'm going to tell my mother I'm going to get something to eat. I'm just going to walk and go left. You walk and go right, cross the street, and then come back left. She'll never know. Man, I walk out the house. I should have walked behind her. And I go left and I turn around and guess who walking right behind me? Step for motherfucker. <laughs> I turn around like, bitch, you just killed right. me. <laughs> just killed me. But you, I mean, you just knew your mom was going to be looking out the window or the window just like, right? I mean, I'm, I'm suspecting that I ain't, I ain't, I'm 14. I don't think my getaway plan is the greatest. Like, I'm nervous as shit. But I'm, I'm thinking of everything I can to try to pull it off. So when I get home, my mother's sitting in the in the kitchen, waiting. Soon as I open the door, Lance, who's that girl in my house? I'm like, uh, shit, that, that, that my home. <laughs> she like, what was y'all doing in here? This set up my path, I'll admit, for being a great liar. Because I told one of the greatest lies ever for a child. I'm like, I told, listen, I've always known you got to admit to something. Right, she right. It's not everything because ain't nobody right, complaining. Right, right, right. So she was like, What was y'all doing in here? I'm like, Nothing, mama. Nothing. She's like, Are you sexually active? I said, No, mama, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, right. That ain't funny. What was y'all doing? Why was the lights off? I'm like, Look, mom, I'm be honest. I was trying to kiss her. She wouldn't let me kiss her. So I kept turning off the lights to kiss her. She kept turning them back on. And when you walked in the house, I had just turned them off. Mm. I mean, this is better than actually being caught in the act. So even if you get caught with having company, that ain't the same. If my mama caught that in. girl in my house, it'd be fucking over. She and knows would And she would have probably said, we're going to call your parents. That girl would have gotten in trouble. We're supposed to be no. at church. But I got about that shit. She believed me. She believed I was on some horny trying to kiss a girl shit. That's very easy to believe with a 14-year-old. So I ended up getting away with that shit. I didn't admit that shit to years later. I asked my mother, Mom, what do you think I lost my virginity? I was probably like 27 at this time. She was like, oh, I figured you lost it at 19. 
I was like nineteen. Mm. I like now I was fourteen in your living room and you was home. I'm grown. I'm out the house. What's she gonna do? I got my own apartment. Yeah, I, don't I, care. Was, I wouldn't even want her to know. I'm a man. I don't care. Me and my mama. I'm, I'm a mama's boy. I'm a mama's boy who don't do what his mama say. Like you know, most mother boys they listen to their mother. Yeah. I'm like very close to my mother, but I don't do shit she say. No. And I don't tell her shit, but I talk to her about all type of shit. I talk to her about everything except my personal life. Hilarious. <laughs> she she hates that shit. <laughs> I don't tell her nothing about what's going on with me, but I talk to her about everything else in this world. We like friends. But when it comes to my personal shit, boy, lips be right. sealed to the motherfucker. Right, right, right. But anyway, I was just saying that with the virgin shit, I just know a lot of women, like I say, that shit means something to them. I've turned down some pussy because I didn't want to take a chick virginity because I knew I was on some dog shit at that time. I was in college. And she asked, she wanted me to take a virginity like my girlfriend back at home. And like, I can't do it, baby. I'm like, I, I'm I'm already out here bad. Like, I don't want to well, take your virginity. You play with some morals, you know what I'm saying? You like, I mean, I like the I cared about this. Like, this is a girl I care about. So right. I'm like, I can't I can't take your virginity and then keep doing what I'm doing. And I ain't going right. to stop doing what right. I'm doing. Right. So right. I don't want I don't want your first experience to be a nigga who just fucked you and then was out here. Because wilding. that's a real thing that we be worried about and I, maybe that's why I took it upon it in my own hands because I kept hearing about stories like that even in 8th grade of dudes having sex with girls and then play them or do something yeah. you. I so never thought that was maybe that's why I was like you know what I'm going I'm to take this matters into my own hand I'm going to be in control actually I always felt like a woman's virginity was something that should be kind of hell safe so I never wanted to take a chick virginity and treat it like shit I've taken a few women's virginity, but it was always see why I kept dealing with the chicken. I time yeah. just ran out. But just ran out. Yeah. Right. Cause right. my homie took a chick virginity and dog. I'm like, fam, like I ain't gonna say nothing to another man because he doing whatever. But that's like, Don't take a virginity and do that to it, though. Like, damn, yeah. you mean something to shorten. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Right. fucked up over this. Like, do that to a chick who been fucking already. Right. Like she can't get that one time back. You lose your virginity right. once, exactly. and to a woman that means something. Right. We don't care. It does. Well, most of them. Most like I said, a lot of women. That's why I was asking because I know some women do what you did. I actually know a lot of women do what you did. So I just wanted to get it over with. I ain't want to deal with all them feelings. So I had sex with a dude who I knew I was going to have feelings for. Everybody talking about, okay, what's the big fucking deal that everybody's talking about? Let me see what it do. So. Yeah. I just thought that was some interesting shit. Stuff I hadn't talked about in years, goddammit. Just how I'm up on Lost in Virginia. I just thought it was a cool conversation. That's all. We, we might need to put that in the group, like a post. Like, how did everybody, you know, tell everybody, tell they lose hey, it? I bet you some funny ass stories in there. Yeah. That's a Friday. I'm going to put that up on Friday. Uh, What else I want to talk to you about today? What was, uh, oh, 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 another one. Another celebrity driven conversation, but I don't want to talk about the actual celebrities, just the topic at hand. So you seen the whole Chloe Kardashian, Lamar Odom, Tristan Thompson bullshit, mm -hmm. right? So this made me think: what is inappropriate contact with an ex, with an ex girlfriend or an ex boyfriend? Like, if you, what is that? What there's certain things you should not do or should not say. So, for instance, in that situation, Lamar Odom single, and apparently Chloe and them broke up. A lot of motherfuckers said he out of line. I'm like, but if he single, that was just a compliment. Oh, Tristan Thompson threatened that man life. <laughs> You said what? Tristan Thompson threatened his life. I know, but it was just a compliment. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't even a compliment, just hard eyes. What did he say? She hot. Or it was like some fire. The fire. Yeah, that's what it was, right. Like he was best comp. I mean, because it was a nice photo in general. Like it might not have even meant nothing as far as like 
Oh, you look so beautiful. It's just like, man, this is a bomb-ass picture. Like, with the water, you outside. It was just a nice shot of her. You know what I'm saying? And that's all that could have been in me. Like, he was trying to get with her. Or none of that. People be looking at shit way too deep. So let's take it away from the celebrities and make it regular people. So let's say, uh, would you, how would you feel away if your ex was commenting on your pictures like that? It happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to say that Not shit more like I'm just saying like I'm I have a certain level of you know friendship with many exes. Mm. I may not be nothing outside of Facebook or whatever, but right. they don't they, they're not trying to get back with me. They're not trying to be disrespectful. It's just you comment on I do the same thing. You they got a nice Huh? You don't you don't take those kind of pictures that she took either. You don't take like I'm not new a bikini pictures all of a which even which is even more reason why Tristan shouldn't have been fooling like that yeah, because man. that comes with celebrity them and plus he ain't shit no fucking way. How dare you? He don't like I didn't oh. even know he was like I just know he ain't shit. I wouldn't give a fuck if a nigga heart my fiance pictures. <laughs> I thought she looked good too, my nigga. I see we agree. And if you and if you secure your situation, you know that it's just a fucking compliment. That's it. That don't mean a person trying to get with them. That's not. They're not trying to disrespect you as her fiance. It's literally people. It's women that do shit like that under my pictures. That don't mean they want to fuck me. They're just saying, "Girl, you look good as hell, man. Your body look bad." You know, women how we come. Men don't do that, but I'm just saying. I didn't take it like I think her and Lamar, they had a very amicable breakup. They don't have no hard feelings with each other. He was giving her a compliment that he probably would have gave to somebody else. And maybe he feels so such um, love for her that he knew she was coming off a breakup. Uh, Chloe also seems to deal with some insecurities because she had five million damn surgeries. Well, maybe he was just trying to make uplift her spirit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Many things behind that. Let's change the dynamic. Is okay. it inappropriate to comment on an ex-girlfriend picture if she's in a relationship? I mean, no. I, I, I mean, guess. like something like a flirty comment, not just some regular. But you flirting with a baby, you fine, you have whatever, whatever. Is that inappropriate? And would you feel yeah. okay if your fiance said had something to say to them? I guess it depends, right? Because, like I said, I've had those situations, and I don't know mm -hmm. who they was exes, but <laughs> I've had them, and it don't mean nothing. And but if he felt some type of way, he has a right to feel that way, and I would have to say something. If it, if he felt it was disrespectful, now Tristan, he—I right. mean, I know we're not talking about the celebrities, but I right. just felt he ain't got legs to stand on. They ain't even together. No. <laughs> but I mean that's a that's an insecure but, jealous nigga. But he, I guess if it was like, you know, I guess it depends on what the comment is because some people comments can be disrespectful. Well, what about the but, other look, way around? What if it was an ex flirting flirting on Craig's and you saw it? flirting or just giving a compliment? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm telling you. The the pic when I gave you the that I said it was more than just a comment. It was kind of like a flirty complimentary. You fine, give me, whatever. Give me give me a flirt. Give me an example to like. Oh, you look fine. Ooh, yeah, it's something yeah, like that, but it's a girl doing it to your fiance. It's a girl doing it to Craig, and it's nothing over the top. It's nothing crazy, but she just, damn, Craig, you look fine as hell, some shit like that. Damn, Craig, you're killing it, or whatever. And you know it's his ex-girlfriend. 
I probably wouldn't care, but at the same time, that ain't never happened to me. So I can say well, how I feel. It's easily for me to right. say it. <laughs> right. I wouldn't care. I'm just like that. I, I, I've always dealt with pretty attractive in yourself, in your relation, in your position, in your relationship. Is that where it comes from? It's not just that. It's the fact that when you date highly sought after attractive women, it, it comes with it. Like you can't date a good looking woman, especially one that's sought after and then get upset because niggas still want her. Like I always tell exactly. my mother, her being with me didn't stop no niggas from voting. Exactly. She, some niggas may want her because she with me or they just want to take her from me or whatever. Like, so no, I don't mind. Like, I like it. Like, I like when I go out in public and motherfuckers paying and my girl some attention. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, paying more attention, my nigga. You're going to make my night great when we get home. You gotta, I'm making she on cloud nine because of me. She on cloud nine because of all you niggas sweating her. I like y'all sweating her because y'all can't have her. Period. And she coming home with me feeling like the world's greatest. I appreciate you niggas. Y'all made sure I had a great night. She was on cloud nine when we got to the crib. You know how y'all act when y'all get home and y'all in a good mood now. Oh, <laughs> so, no, I ain't never mind. I, I like it. I've actually been out with a woman once who was getting so much attention. I just sat back and watched. It was dudes and chicks coming up to her. I just sat back and watched. I was like, damn, I ain't never seen no shit like this before. Like, I just seen three women come over here and flirt with you. Yeah. That's and she was like, my last man, get mad at that shit. I'm like, I wasn't her man. I was just fucking with you. You were dating. But right. I had never seen a woman get, I had never been a woman to get that type of attention. I don't know if she had a great outfit on or just a night, but Joe, they was all over. I went to the bathroom with them damn two niggas at the table. Right, in her face trying to sneak. I, I just mean, that's, that's why I'm glad I'm with a secure person because, I mean, that that has happened. Me and Craig went to brunch one day and it was some women walking up to me like, I just want to tell you you're beautiful. And I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> but if you got a secure person, they know like, if you're going to get with somebody attractive, that's what come with the territory. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a fine line. Because some people, and, and I know you dealt with this, lens because I have. I was telling Craig this. You know, since she become engaged, you got people, ah, oh, let her know she the, she got a good one. Or, you know, you ain't got no, you ain't had no, no exes in telling you something like that or being. To me or to her? To you. Telling me I got a good girl? No. Let your girl know she got a good one. She lucky. Not, I've had women who are attracted to me and be in my DM say that, but not like an ex-girlfriend. Oh, okay. Well, my, that's true. My exes, I don't have, so I've only got a few exes. You know, I haven't been in a lot of relationships. I've been in like four. So my exes, one is married. With Both, both my exes are married. Uh, my one from college is Gone in the head last time I seen her. She was in a horrible, negative energy, fucked up space. So I haven't communicated with her in probably a decade. I have no idea where she is. Even her best friend don't know where she is. She she went on some fucked up path. I feel sorry for her. Wow. Yeah, uh, and then I don't really I don't really have a lot of ex girlfriends. I got a lot of women that I used to deal with, but I was I was very uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't just cuff chicks like that. Like I'm very picky. At, you know my reputation. Like I just ain't cuffing no any chick. That's why I only had a couple chicks. Like I'm forty something years old and I've literally only been in like four relationships. Cause I just don't be cuffing chicks. Like I don't I ain't with it. Plus, I told you my past. I was a side nigga for so long. I seen women do so much dirt and it, I, it jaded me. So yeah. it'd be hard for me to, to to look at a chick and trust it. Cause when chicks be like, oh niggas ain't shit, I'd be like, Well, I've been on the other side. Right. I've been in the bedroom yeah. while the chick giving me head and stub up the answer answer the nigga phone and still let me hit her and all that all kind of shit. I seen chicks do some of the most deplorable shit. I listen. 
I had a chick. It's a true story. I had a chick had her man drop her off to me. And he picked her up. He didn't know he was dropping off to me. He thought he was dropping her off to a get together. What he actually did was drop her off to me to meet me at a hotel to get rotted the fuck out. Wait a minute. And then she had what that nigga pick her up. This is an extra disrespectful ass chick. So wait a minute. Where, so she he dropped her off to a hotel? No. He dropped her off downtown to a restaurant. So when I, when she I, went I, to the hotel from the there. Hotel across the street. So I didn't know this. So when I when I came outside, that I was in the hotel too. as fuck. Yeah, so she was like, oh, I'm here. I'm like, where are you? She's like, I'm across the street. I said, here I come. I said, how you here? She said, oh, my man dropped you. I said, what? I said, you, what the fuck? She's like, no, no, no. He think I'm going to a party. I said, wait a minute. You had your man drop you off to me to get boned? I was like, damn, you hate came that nigga. Up. Yeah. I'm like, you hate that nigga. You. And she married. Like you hate that same guy. Yeah, no, not when they divorced now, but they were married then. Wow. She 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 said she regretted it later on. She like, man, I can't believe I did that shit. I was in such a bad space. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Well, they were they in a bad space and they married. Uh, they, I mean, they were headed for divorce, but it don't matter. Oh, like, okay. yeah. I mean, it's still bogus, but <laughs> I guess she got checked out, so she like, hey. Oh, she called. Yeah, I mean, I don't even think they was having sex no more. They could have been. I don't know. She, I think she was under the. She was only giving him sex every blue moon under the I'm I'm wifely duty acts. Like it was probably every now and then. But I didn't really ask. I didn't really get into her marriage like that. She wasn't happy. Right. I was her escape. Uh, I was separated. So it was like I said. But I was like, man, when she did that, I was like, damn, shorty, like you really have no respect for this man. You gotta. You hate this man. You hate him. Whether you know it or not, you fucking hate him to have him drop you off to a nigga. And we only came, we ain't go to dinner or nothing. We came to the room, fuck, it was a great night. She she, she, she asked me to bust in her face. I'm like, but you finna go home to your man. Like, fuck it. Like, fuck it, it's your man. I don't give a fuck. Wow. I have no words. Hey, we had a great night, though. That was a great motherfucking night. But anyway... <laughs> Listen, I told y'all said, said, damn, she from Compton. <laughs> <laughs> listen, mm-hmm. I told y'all your boy done seen some. Listen, I had a chick who lived with her man. Tell her girl she want to holler at me, right? So I'm like, cool. I had, I had, I had, I had been flirting with her off and up, but like harmless flirting, nothing serious at all. Yeah. So when I got the message, I was like, oh shit, okay, but. I didn't hear from her. This woman in college. One day she knocks on my door. She said, hey, I'll try to come over tonight. You with it? I'm like, yeah. She lived. I can't even, I can't even say what she God damn. <laughs> it might be somebody watching that know. Joe. And went right back and went right back home to with her man. Spent the night and went home in the morning. Got that and did it and did it again on Christmas. Look, this is good ass tea, you know. Hey, goddamn it. Christmas Eve, Shorty showed up like, you with it? Like, hell yeah! Your Christmas gift from this motherfucker, damn. Hey, man, so when women be talking all this shit about niggas, I be like, listen. I mean, I get it, niggas ain't shit. You know, I ain't gonna never deny it, but I be like, hey, y'all be the same, y'all be worse. Y'all be worse, because a lot of times a nigga just trying to get his. Women be vindictive. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They be, they be wanting to hurt they man a lot. They be wanting to disrespect them, at least in their own head. Yeah, 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 they don't know yeah, about, yeah, yeah. fuck that nigga, I'm going to go do some wild. You know what I'm saying? I don't think niggas really do that. They just want some pussy. They girl ain't really a factor most times. Right, right, right. That's anyway, true. I thought that shit was crazy. And trust me, I've been through all type of wild shit. That side nigga life, you see a lot of shit. I was a side nigga for a lot of, for a lot of women for, for several years off and so, on. So what's up with the men? Okay, it's one thing if you happen upon being a sad nigga, like things just lead into it. Okay. There's dudes out here that be uh, ever marketing to be sad nigga. It's a beautiful position. It's win-win. There's no losses. I get, I get the best of her and none of the bullshit. I just ain't never heard of a motherfucker marketing. What do you mean you know marketing? Like Motherfuckers be like, oh, you finna get married or whatever now. Now they want to try to be your sad nigga and shit. Like, that's the type of shit I've been seeing. Yeah, I'm not really understanding what you mean. Like, the nigga is offering? Like, yes. Yes. Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. I just got to ask a question. Are these gentlemen that that this woman is familiar with already? Yes. In an in intimate way? No. So once they find out she's in a relationship, they make that move then? Yes. Yeah, I wasn't that type of nigga. I wasn't like hunting for these situations. I wasn't like That's looking. There's dudes out here that are trying, they want to be the sad nigga. They trying to get that shit yeah. crazy. Yeah, I n- I've never heard of that. My uh, every single one of my side dude situations came from a chick telling me she got a man, and I'm like, "Well, I didn't care. Like, if you don't care, I don't care." And they be like, well, "That's I, what I'm I saying. You happened upon it. The, the, the yeah. stars aligned, and it just happened. Not no, like no. it just that I was cheating. So when I used to meet chicks, I told you I got a bad memory. So back in my cheating days, I wouldn't lie. I would tell chicks I had a woman because I got a horrible memory. I can't be lying to five women. I got a lot of one. I could try to remember them lying. But after that, no. So I could tell other chicks I got a girl or I would say something like that. So I would get into them conversations where a chick would be like, man, shit, I got a man. I'd be like, all right, cool, shit. Your man probably out with my woman right now. Shit, what you want? Fuck you talking right. about? You know what I'm saying? I'll type a little stupid ass shit. But it's always end up in dealing with women that had men, boyfriends, husbands, and all type of shit like I want to say I've been I've been doing this shit since the nineties. I, I I had seen so much in college. You tell, at North, you know you how many tell, you, you could write a book. Yo, do you know how many chicks I was with in Northern that had boyfriends on campus? And I used to hoop with these niggas. They weren't my friends, but I knew the niggas. See them on the right. yard, dapping them up and shit. Like I just know them, like from around the yard. Like Joe, nigga, I had a nigga tell me to my face, my girl would never cheat. Like nigga, your girl was over here last week. What was you talking about? But I didn't say shit like, no, you probably right. You got a good one, my nigga. Right. That's the ball. Hey, man. What are we talking about? Um, uh, I did want to get to some other shit. Uh, oh, real quick. This is kind of sports related. You seen the Stephen A. Smith thing with the uh, I forgot the baseball player's name, Chahani Otana, some shit like that. But he the most, he the best player in baseball. He's Chinese, and he doesn't speak English. And he's an interpreter. So Stephen A. Smith went on air saying that he don't think basically it's good for the Major League Baseball that their best player doesn't speak English. Okay? 
which makes sense to me, but people killed him for it, right? Okay. He came out and apologized. What did they kill? Why, what was their issue with what he said? Be, I don't stereotyping, just saying anything bad about Asians. I don't fucking know. You know how motherfuckers okay. is, man. I'm okay, just cool. curious what, what was their issue. So he got forced to apologize, right? Literally, like the next day, he come out and say some shit about the Nigerian basketball team. Basically, like, how could the American lose to these dudes? He was messing up their name, saying, you know, uh, they lost to a dude named Namdeko, whatever his last name was, right? No apology for that. Mm. And I'm like, yo, are you don't know surprised? That? Huh? Are you really surprised? I ain't surprised, but it's like that. Look how money changes shit. Asians got money, better apologize. Nigeria is no money influence. Fuck them. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. like that. It, he say nothing wrong. He's like the Nigerian shit. You know, people just sensitive because he ain't say their whole name, so now they get mad. But I, he could have said that about a German motherfucking name he couldn't pronounce. Like, he just fuck with this sensitive. And even the Asian shit wasn't nothing really insulting. But when you got money and a motherfucker got a platform, they will make you do some shit or they will take your bag away. You see this with the homosexual community. You see it a lot with, with the Jewish community. You see it with Asians, how they got that deal passed so fast. And, and motherfuckers be calling race out. It's money. It's not race all the time. It's money. That's what I was gonna say. It's probably got something to do with the whole, you know, Asian hate thing, and you know them trying to kind of showcase that. So like for him to say that it was in line, you know, that that's that's probably what they all they had to do. And I mean that wasn't even no Asian hate though, because no. I get what he's saying. I mean maybe I mean Stephen A is paid to be controversial and say things sports related that people are thinking, and so. But what he said did it not make sense? It wasn't it's offensive, but at the same, but at the same time, like I mean, imagine LeBron they speak English. I mean, that's what I'm saying. So like, he's not you know, saying anything negative. Excuse me. Nope. Nope. But they they made him apologize anyway. Oh, you freezing up, baby? Am I? There you go. You back now. You back now. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, this is. I don't know, fuck it. I'm be, I ain't gonna be politically correct. This is America, you know what I'm saying? And therefore, they could have found a way to get him some English speaking courses because he is going to be addressing the American public. If you are the biggest face of the baseball league, then you're gonna have a lot of media attention, which means you're gonna have a lot of media interviews and mm-hmm. people going are going to want to hear what you have to say and mm-hmm. it's not that hard it's not his fault i don't think they would he was steven they was trying to uh bash him he but wasn't. as a league they could have found a way to give him some english lessons period man you know how motherfuckers come out they sensitivity bag for this shit let me tell you something now, I only do agree with Stephen A. Smith. I want to agree with you on that. It's too sensitive right now. But go ahead. What's today's date? What the fuck is going on? Shut up! <laughs> no, no. I don't want you to point what it out. Don't take, do. don't take this from me. Don't take this from me, Tim. I've been waiting for this for so long. But don't I'm saying this lately. 
I feel like lately I've been agreeing with you too much. I say, you know, I need to shake it up on this motherfucker. I've been too goddamn nice now. Hey, listen, you just coming to the light, baby. That's all. Like all this, I be bringing. Listen, I don't think I'm no smarter than uh, motherfuckers. I just try to see shit different. And I think a lot of motherfuckers, like somebody told me, I'm too contrary. I'm like, Joe, I honestly just try to see things. I try to look at things like I don't go with what popular opinion is. I'm not moved by public sentiment. Right. And I told you, I, I I usually feel that if everybody's going one way, they're probably going the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? Like, if every, I do feel that. I feel like the whole country well, all agree. It's bullshit. Way of <laughs> That's how I feel. When you got a whole bunch of motherfuckers all agree, you just bullshit. Because motherfuckers are sheep. They don't think for themselves. A lot of people get their information off TV and radio and Instagram and all this shit that they got agendas. So I just don't, I just don't be going for that shit. I just don't be going for that shit. But I'll tell you this though, real quick before we wrap it up on the uh, the language thing. You know why I agree with Stephen A. Smith? I hate, and I don't give a fuck who get offended. I hate when you got a motherfucker in a position at a job to speak to the public and they don't speak good English. When I go to a fucking restaurant and that motherfucker, I'm trying to say Coke and they keep saying coffee? Coke, motherfucker. Coke. Joe, so, he, so he don't speak English at all, or his no. English is really bad. And and I agree with you. Like I will say, and maybe that's an arrogance of being an American. I don't know. But when Craig and I were in Miami, we loved Miami. The one negative that me and Craig had about Miami was the motherfucking Uber drivers. None of these motherfuckers understood or spoke English. That shit was annoying as fuck. Yes. And, yes. and that's you because money. you're in this touristy ass town where you're dealing with tourists, at the very least, you should be able to speak. So I get it, Lance. Somebody said Beyonce all... can't speak good English. Ooh, <laughs> what are you talking about? Now, you said Derrick Rose out of the studio. Man, <laughs> seriously. Um, Jaylaw said he just doesn't speak English in public because Americans twist your word. Well, I don't know. I, let me read Greg's comment. Greg said the Otahani, oh, oh, I'm not I'm not pronouncing his name, was bad because he singled him out with an entire league that rarely speak English. I'm going to tell you why I disagree with you, Greg. Oh, okay. You're right. There's a ton of motherfuckers that don't speak English, but none of the motherfuckers is the best Our player in baseball. Right. Like, he's basically down there taking Mike Trotz. This motherfucker is a great pitcher and a hitter. He like leading the league in home runs. But if I'm not mistaken, he made the all-star team as a pitcher and a batter. Like, pitchers don't never hit good. So he's doing some shit that ain't been done before. A pitcher leading the league of home runs? So you got a player doing some shit that ain't never been done before, but he don't speak English. So yeah. all Stephen Davis was saying, you got the face of the league, a once-in-a-lifetime talent. In, in an English-speaking country. Yeah, I don't think he said no, anything I wrong. I think he made an observation based yeah. on truth. It's he based in truth. Yeah, that's it. But J Law, so J Law bringing some 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 controversy because he said he that he speak English, just not for the media. So he also had Mexicans be like, "Oh, me speak no English," and they really do. They just trying to get out some shit. J Law, well, J Law, do you speak English? But he just don't want to. He pretends not to do it for the media because he don't want them to be twisting his words. Do you know that J Law? That is some shit that sounds good to you. Like if you heard someone say that, because or does he not? Like, I don't know if J-Law just saying that. That's true. I guess it could be true. But regardless, uh, and you're right, he may not be the best player in baseball, but he's up there. And he's doing some shit that ain't never been done before. God damn it. 
The point though oh, yeah, is that's what Red said he's not the best. Who is Mookie best? Mookie Betts is a that the best player. Okay, Mookie, I guess Bet, Mookie Betts, Mike Trout, Glad, uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. It's a few of them, but Tahani up there. And, and then you know because the Asians support their athletes. God damn it, he's ridiculously popular. Like, remember how popular Yao Ming was? Yeah. Shit, Tracy McGrady rich as fuck for playing with Yao Ming. Right. He just played with Yao Ming, and his following in Asia is bananas. But like I said, in general, I support. I support. Uh, well, Jay says there's a speech he gave, and he spoke good shit. He said what he's saying. What he's saying is a fact. Uh -oh. He does speak English. He just chooses not to. I said, I'm all fucked up. <laughs> what you mean? You represent the American sport in America. Well, then Stephen A. ain't wrong for what he said. Yeah, you you can speak English. You're playing a truly an American baseball is an American sport. You play an American sport in America. The language is English, and either you can't speak it or you choose not to. He got every right to say. I mean, and, and Stephen A. Smith is paid to give his opinions. Exactly. This exactly. was just this. This was not about Asian hate. This is money. That's my whole point. This is money. Asians don't like anybody saying anything against them. It doesn't have to be offensive. They don't like it. We're going to make you like when Daryl Morey said that shit in Houston. The NBA had to have meetings. If when uh, fucking Nick Cannon said that shit about the Jewish community, he had to have meetings and apologize. If you say something about the, uh, the, the, the gay, homosexual, whatever community, like the LBGTQ, you have to apologize regardless if it's offensive or not. Say something about black motherfuckers. You ain't got to do shit. You fuck around. You can say something about some Mexicans and shit. You ain't got to do shit. But them certain groups have a lot of money behind them. And they will make you apologize for shit you shouldn't apologize for. Like, I remember when they made Stephen A. And I hated this. When the Ray Rice shit happened, Stephen A. Smith said, after his long uh, fucking monologue about how men can't be putting their hands on women, he said something about women got to stop provoking men. They suspended this. Now, so you made that face, and I'm going to tell you why I got a problem with this. Because he did give a long speech about how men can't be hitting women. They suspended him for two weeks and made him apologize. Now, if he had said something about a man provoking another man, would it even have been noticed? Come on, man. That's a bad comparison. No, it's not. Man. A woman No, it's not. Because, because anybody can provoke anybody. Anybody can pro a, a child can provoke you. It don't mean you should okay. do it, but you can be provoked by anyone. Yeah, but at the same time, now I don't. I remember the Ray Rice situation. I don't recall it being a provoking. Situation. No, 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 no. Hold on. He wasn't saying his wife provoked him. He went on a long speech about it. Period about domestic violence but and it all came that. Off of the heels of that story. Right, but I'm saying it was a conversation. That's what happened in the time. news. For to me, I don't go for all that bad timing. Why I gotta I mean, have good time true. to speak the truth? Why you gotta have good timing to speak the truth? That's okay. Come on, Lance. Come on now. Because it speaks, it's saying that means that it's implying that that's how you feel about this particular situation. Let's keep it a book because he had plenty of time to make that conversation. I agree. Women, I I was I don't want to tell nobody business. But Craig and I witnessed some shit when we was in Miami, and I 100% agree. I have seen, I saw my own ass. Women should not be provoking men to put their hands on them. I don't, 
I don't recall that being the situation with Ray Rice. Well, again, I told you less, even if she provoked him, he a big ass, tip, tip, small, tip. He wasn't small saying, ass motherfucker. He wasn't saying that about Ray Rice. But he, you got to understand, Lance, if he made that comment on the heels of that, it implies that that's how he felt about that. And, and Ray Rice and Ray Rice Rice's wife did provoke him. She smacked him first. She did. Now he responded wrong as fuck. But you got if I smacked you first, I didn't provoke you. Come on now. This is very this one plus one. We ain't talking about how he responded. We talking about how, what happened. If you smack me, did I provoke you to violence or not? I don't disagree with that, Lance. That's why. So I was why can't I say that? But Ray Rice, he had to be smart. You an NFL player, and you a big swole cop. Listen, I met in two thousand, whenever the fuck that was, two thousand seven. Hold on, who called Ray a psychopath? Yeah, he is a fucking psychopath. Oh, fuck anyway, anyway, let's rewind. <laughs> I met back in 2007, 2008, I met Devin Hester. Okay. Now, you see Devin Hester. He ain't no, when you think of a big swole, dumbass swole, you're not thinking of Devin Hester, right? Right. I met this man, and I just touched his arm on some, and I was like, what the, f I ain't never experienced nothing in my life. It felt like touching a rock on somebody's arm, like, and he's just a fucking kick return. Ray Rice is a fuck, was a running back. Okay. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah, he was nice too. He was so he real good. Yeah. Devin Hester could have knocked my ass right on out and he don't do shit but return punch. But Tim, I'm not defending what Ray Rice did. I know you're not, but I'm just saying I can see how that the that ain't the that wasn't the time to make that proclamation. So so let me ask you this. Because then it would it's just like for example, and then we might get down a slippery slope with this. Um okay. around the time that Bill Cosby got convicted. Mm-hmm. Father Flager put up some posts on Facebook. Regardless, Bill Cosby did this for the black community. Like, come on, Joe. Like, go somewhere. Like, this ain't the time for that. You know me and you're going to disagree on this. I know. But I'm just saying, I agree with the sentiment on its own because I've seen it and I think it's trash. I don't think women should be putting their hands on men. I don't think women should be provoking men because there are women out here that will provoke because they want a man to put their hands on them. However, on the heels of that particular situation with Ray Rice and that damn elevator, how he knocked the fuck out that girl, how swole he is, and he knocked her ass out, that wasn't the conversation that should have been had. Let me say this. he was When he gave that speech, he was talking about, it came from the Ray Rice situation. But he was talking about domestic violence in general. And he was hard on the men. He went in on his shit. But motherfuckers ignored everything he said. Because at the end, he had the nerve to say that women should not provoke men as well. I think it was more like more along the lines of also 
women shouldn't provoke men either after he gave like this five to well maybe i need to see the speech because oh, i'm speaking from hearing it from you i never i don't think i've heard the speech when it happened it was on it was on espn first take like they always do and he went on one of his little monologues going off and they suspended the man for two weeks and i'm like yo that's bullshit it's, it's nothing wrong with what he said especially when he laced the whole front of the conversation with everything men shouldn't do and how men should behave and so on and so forth. Like he didn't just come out the gate just oh women provoked him. No, he was going in on men how wrong and this, that and then at the end he was like, but also, but also women shouldn't provoke men. And motherfuckers act like he was saying something crazy, like don't know women provoke men. Because like it's it implies that and that that's what I'm just saying. I know what you're saying, but in the she provoked Ray Rice. She did. How? She hit him first. You're, see, listen, I feel like you're acting like because I said she hit him first that it's okay what Ray Rice did. No, he shouldn't no, have I done that. But if, if you smack, listen, anybody who hits you has provoked violence. That should not be a debatable statement. I laid my hands on you. I struck you in a violent manner. In what world are you not provoking someone? I, don't I mean, let's be honest, Tim. If you smack, if you smack somebody first, did you not provoke violence? I get it. Huh, that's the question, though. Yes or no? If you smack me first, did you not provoke violence? I'm not going to agree with that because I don't know what proceeded to smack. What does that matter? It does as matter. As long as violence didn't proceed, as long as violence didn't proceed, well, you I didn't know that it did. You saw it on video. He didn't hit her first. You don't know what the fuck happened before they get on the elevator. Okay, so let's assume she hit him first for the sake of conversation. Let's assume she smacked him first. At the end of the day, if she hit him first, she tr she's whack. However, did she, did she, she is a woman who did is... Did she provoke him? So I don't want to know, because I'm not defending nothing he did. Oh, I would never okay. defend what he did. I just want to know, do, well, okay, if a man hit another man, did he provoke him? How you gonna compare a man hitting another man to a woman hitting a big swole ass football player? What does his size matter? I told you again, I'm what not defending. What, I'm not, Tim, I'm not that's what, defending that's what me about his the response, which is why I brought up Devin Hester. I would have never guessed. It's irrelevant. This motherfucker was it, so I can only imagine how but small Tim, and strong a nigga Ray Rice is that comes and still off a chick so hard that she. I'm hit. not. Defending his response. So why? I'm not, I'm so not why defending. does it matter how big and let me finish? Why does it matter how big and strong someone is if I'm not defending their response? I'm simply saying, very simply, if you strike someone first, man or woman, you have provoked violence. You being a woman does not exclude you from that. Like, oh, a woman hit him first, so it's not provocation. Why the fuck not? Okay, so I'm going to use Lance logic right now. Okay. What if your daughter walked up to you and smacked the shit out of you? What about She's her? a kid. So your response is going to be different than if a man walked up to you and smacked the shit out of you. But we're not talking about the response. <sighs> Okay, we're talking about did we're talking about provocation, not the response, okay. not the response to provocation, provocation itself. What is provocation? 
How do you provoke someone in a violent I'm not situation? I'm isolating. I'm not, I can't isolate. I, I feel like you're protecting women right now. I feel like you're protecting women right now. I feel like if two men were arguing and another man, I don't think it's cool for. I, I witnessed it with my own eyes. So what's the difference? I then? thought that was whack, and in my in the situation that I witnessed, I kind of understood why the guy kind of responded. But that's why I say it's so much context that that needs to be involved. So I, and I saw that context, so that's why right. I got the point that I do. If you ain't got the context, then it's hard to say. Um, but we do got some really good comments. Hey, Tristan um, got me rolling. <laughs> so, she, so said, Mark, she, said, she said this woman gets her arguing practice in every week with this fool. She's going to be the best attorney. <laughs> period. Period. He, iron shop is iron in this motherfucker. <laughs> Seriously. Marlon said most women are more emotional than men. I believe we as men are supposed to show more patience and self-control as long as not domestic. Um, Tammy says, timing is everything. Wisdom knows when to speak and to be silent. Jay says, in a toxic relationship, women think aggression like that means love or you care about them to risk it all. I agree with that, and, and I witnessed that. So I just think, I don't think we're in disagreement, Lance. I just think that you're making an exception because she's the woman. You're saying, "Oh, she's the woman. And he a big ass man." So what she hit him with? A, what she hit him in the face? That's why I brought the kid. So let me ask you this: because a kid walk up to me and smack the shit out of me, she still provoked you. Mom said that kid the way I would be if it was an adult. Wait, you keep going to the response. I don't. I keep. It ain't a. I'm not talking about the response. I'm just simply asking: if someone strikes someone else. Have they provoked that person? Yes, but I'm that's, it, that's, it, that's, it, that's it. That's it. That's all that matters. It don't matter if you're a man, woman, child. If you hit someone else, you've provoked them. Now, a separate conversation is how should you respond? Now, I already said he shouldn't have hit her, but I don't see anything wrong with saying she provoked him. She did. I agree. Okay. But well, my point is, is that it wasn't the time for Stephen A to say that. See, and this is the conversation, this time of thing is like what we talked about long time ago about if your daughter or you're someone you love does something very stupid and ends up in a bad situation. I think at the time we were talking about uh, uh, sexual harassment or rape or anything along those lines. Remember that conversation way back in the yeah. day? Yeah. And I said, I gave an example of a woman who put herself in a bad situation with her decision and then she was a victim. Victim for everybody can hear me. Victim of rape right and i'm like even though you can be a victim you can do things to aid in putting yourself in a bad situation so you can be a victim and have responsibility for how you got there not for what happened to you because no one no one deserves to be a victim of anything no crime there's no justification for committing a crime against someone but you can put yourself in bad situations i agree so when you strike someone, whether you're a child, man or woman, you have provoked that person. Now, should they respond? Different conversation. If my daughter smacked me, no, I'm not going to hit her back, but she has provoked me. She has provoked me to do something. Now, whether I do it or not is a separate conversation. So when they say, when he said that, nothing wrong. The same way if, I, if I, we have a conversation about a, a woman getting raped, or let's not say rape, that's too harsh. Let's just say 
uh, sexually harassed or something. She got touched on. But you found out she did something that was some very ill-advisable shit. And my point was back then was while you admonished whoever uh, the whoever the uh, assailant was for everything they did, dead wrong, ain't nothing wrong with saying also, hey, how you got there? You did some dumb shit. Right. You did some dumb shit. Like you went and got drunk with three men you just met at a bar and you went home with them? No, they had no right to touch you. But what you did was dumb than a motherfucker. You a single woman with three strangers, three strange men? Now I'm just making the situation up, but I'm saying, like I gave a situation with a dude. You in the city, you a GD, you go to a vice law party, you know it's a vice law party, you get your ass whooped. Do you deserve to get your ass whooped? No. Are you a fucking dummy for going to a GD party when you a vice lord? Absolutely. Both can exist. So should rape rights hit it's us? Very no. sensitive when it comes to sexual assault and rape to make that comment at the time publicly. People don't like the truth. This, this, that could be a private conversation that you have with that person, but. It's, well, it's, mind, it's, he wasn't talking to Ray Rice. He's talking to another fucking sports analyst, and they having a conversation. Like he, yeah, it's different when you talking to the person involved. When it happens, I, I understand that sensitivity when you're conversating with a person who's involved in the situation. So yes, timing definitely matters. I do not uh, act like that's not correct, but I don't think if you and I are talking about a situation that don't involve neither one of us, like it's not a personal to you, it's not personal to me, you ain't went through shit, so I ain't really got to worry about your emotional state of mind or nothing. We just two people conversating. I should be able to speak the truth to you regardless of the timing. The truth don't change because of the timing. And as long as I'm not rude or ignorant or anything, like I should be able to say these things, especially something as super simple. Oh, well, he's implying, no, he didn't imply shit you being sensitive than a motherfucker right now. If, if it was definitely a private conversation between the parties, then yes. Stephen A, even though he wasn't talking to Ray Rice or his girl, was different because he's in a public forum and it could trigger other people who've been in that situation. So he does have to be very mindful of what he says. But we, we can disagree on that. You know, I don't care nothing about motherfuckers' triggers. I told you. I, 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 and I told you, that I, and I bring this up often when I ask that question in the group, because it was the most amazing uh, response I've ever seen. When I ask, do people expect the outside world to acquiesce to their internal feelings? And everybody said no. I said, all you motherfuckers are liars. Every last one of you motherfuckers are liars because that's all we do on social media. Get mad at the motherfucker that says something that got nothing to do with us, but it offends our sensibilities because we can relate to this or we can relate to that. And you don't like what he said or you shouldn't say this and you should, or I'm offended by this. Who give a fuck what you offended by? Why the fuck should I bow down to how you feel on the inside when I ain't even talking to you or talking about you because you relate to it? Now I got to watch what I say. That's somebody expecting the outside world to acquiesce to their internal feel. Like I got a girl at my job, used to work with me. Her son is slow, okay? I had never met the little boy, but she was always talking about my son is autistic, goo wop you One day I'm having a random conversation with somebody and I said, something is retarded. She like, I don't like that word. I'm like, huh, what, what word? I didn't realize I said it. I'm just, I wasn't talking to her. You can't say retarded. Why not? I wasn't talking about a person. What are you talking about? Uh, you oh, no. Something I was, I was, was Yeah, something was retarded. I want to talk about a person. She was talking about, hey, she's going to go to HR on you. She's going to go to, you use the word retarded. And this is the funny part, right? I actually met her son. 
You wouldn't know that motherfucker was autistic unless she told you. This was the motherfucking most personable, cool ass little kid. This motherfucker came out and hung out of my desk for like five minutes. I'm like, this is the autistic kid you've been telling us about? This right. vibrant ass, smart, alert, energetic child who have a regular, he don't seem to be, I ain't saying he ain't autistic, but she made it seem like he was a severe. You'd have thought her kid needed 24 hour attention. But that's because I asked probably kind of trying to get a check off his ass. I don't know about all that, but she was so sensitive about the word retard. So because she has a son that's slow, I can't use the word retard, even if I ain't talking about a fucking person. Yeah, no, I, I don't agree with that. But that shit happens a lot. That shit happens a lot. When people so hear something. Yeah. Let's go to the comments real quick. Greg said, back to what we were talking about, it's very rare when it's justifiable to hit a woman. I mean, 0. 0.00001%. So what say it's rare when it's justifiable to hit a woman. I mean, point zero 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 one percent. So saying women shouldn't provoke men is hello, bullshit. Hello. You don't strike a child as a man when they're being annoying or physical. You are a man. You are obligated to control yourself in those situations. Blurring the lines is a total exaggeration. If she smacks him, we all know that should be absolutely nothing to him. When has a woman ever hurt you and it hurt you enough to want to knock her out? And hit her with all your strength. I ain't disagree with shit he said. I never defended what that nigga did. He was out of, out of line for that shit. I never defended him one time. Not one time. Yeah. Not in any way, shape, or form. I mean, it really is a contextual situation because, like I said, I witnessed a situation where I would have never thought that I would say that, but I understood why the person reacted. But I've also heard of situations where I was like, you a bitch ass Nick, why would you hit on that? You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's really contextual. Con what if, she, what if yeah. a chick hit a dude and she bigger than that nigga? That's what I'm saying. Conte it's, it's really, if he really felt that threatened, that he felt like he had to defend himself, then that's what he had to do. But what about when a motherfucker say, he hit me first, how did she hit you? She threw a towel at me. Get the fuck out of here. Listen, you already know I don't honor no man laying his hands on a woman. I know you don't. I know you yeah, don't. But I, but I don't. I don't like when people be like, "Oh, you should never hit a woman." Because I'd be like, "Joe, what if this nigga five nine, five seven, fucking a buck forty five, and she five eight, two fifty? She fuck around, fuck that nigga up. So, what so he, she, she, Hello. she not. So she still on. She pop. She bigger than him. She, this is a challenge for this little dude. Yeah. She yeah. hit him, so now he supposed to walk away. Shit, he fuck around, get his ass kicked. One minute, stupid ass J ass J law gonna say, "What if an old ass man provoke you, Lance? You gonna knock a seventy year old the fuck out?" That's what I'm saying. Why y'all doing this? Like, I, this is why I be, I be people don't hear what you say. They hear how you make them feel. I've literally said on this show ninety seven times. I never defended a man hitting a woman. None of that shit. The conversation no, this was is about your old man. Yeah, but yes, he can't provoke me. If anybody can provoke anybody, though, your response is a different conversation but yes a 70 year old man can't provoke you should you respond no but did he provoke you absolutely i don't know why this is so hard to understand like people can't separate the two there's two different conversations they can go hand in hand but they can also be two different conversations look crystal said my anxiety be fast fuck watching this shit i guess your ass get <laughs> Hey, it's part of me for a reason. I bring up the controversial subject because I think they're interesting. Huh? 
<laughs> Tammy says, stop screaming at me, Lance. Listen, I will always bring up things that are controversial because I think a lot of times people go with the flow with some of these controversial topics and they don't really think it through. So they'll get offended by something. But then when you start breaking it down and actually make people think, they got to back down. Because sometimes you just go on with your emotion. Oh, that's wrong. That's wrong. They're not even really listening to what you're talking about. They just know you're talking about something that on the surface is something that they're going to disagree with. Yeah. And that's all I be saying. So that's why when people respond to giving me these long paragraphs about why you shouldn't hit a woman, who the fuck is you writing these to? Like what? In what part of this show did I ever justify a man hitting a woman that you well, felt no, the need to tell me that? To the argument that you're making, we know you know what I'm saying. So. But that's my point. Why would you feel the need to tell me a whole paragraph about why a man shouldn't hit a woman when I never once justified it? That means you ain't listening because you wouldn't say that to me. Cause I never justified it, never defended it, nothing. See what I'm saying? You ain't listening. You just hearing some controversial shit in which you disagree with. Oh fuck that man shouldn't hit women. Did the nigga ever say that shit? No, but I'm just saying men shouldn't hit women. I, I never said that though. That's how this shit be going a lot of times, Joey. Well, well you know how it is, you live. They want to argue with you, so. I know, but I'm the arguer, right? One to ask, y'all talk about the Chicago violence. I think that might be the next thing we're supposed to be talking about, yeah, right? We, yeah, we're going to wrap it up. We almost had a, we had an hour and a half. Yeah, I wasn't trying to go this long. KTS, uh, whoever the fuck that is, the guy shot in front of the... Honestly, I don't think it's that big of a conversation to have. Joe, like he a fucking game-banging ass a huge violence. conversation, Lance. Why? When did you about somebody getting shot outside of Cook County Jail? Man, niggas get shot on the expressway. Niggas get shot at their mama's house. Yeah, but I ain't never heard about nobody getting shot outside of Chicago. I ain't never heard of nobody well, shooting on the expressway. Shit, that's been happening for the last few years now. I, re- last, yeah, the last, yeah, it's recent. But before the last couple years, have you ever heard of this? Niggas doing drive-by no. on the fucking... Okay, but all this shit I new. Niggas crazy. Since I, I'm 42. I ain't never heard about nobody get shot out front of the Nigga, niggas, niggas don't care about you. Sixty-four times. He was and not shot. Whoever, she and right, he got executed. The motherfucker. So what the fuck the police was doing? Like she, like Sheila said, he wasn't shot. That nigga was executed. They pulled up on him. They knew he was getting out of jail. They was waiting on him, and they so, executed that man. So I wonder. You think his girl set him up? I have no idea. I don't because what I read was that she posted bail the day before. They still don't know why he wasn't released to the next day. Because if you post bail, you're supposed to get released right then or that day in a couple hours. So how the fuck did they know exactly when he was gonna be released? That means somebody told them. But it, listen, the reason I said that so beginning because be the his mama, whoever that sixty-year-old woman was, said his mama. I hope his no, mama. No, no, because that's what everybody was saying because it was a sixty-year-old woman out there, and they're saying that was his mom. But then he got shot too, right? Didn't, didn't they say a woman got shot in the leg or something? Right, she didn't get. He got shot sixty-four times. I know. You know, you know how many stories I don't see no ad be where the woman set it up and she got shot so she could look like. <laughs> They say his brother was a big hooder who was killed previously. They wanted that him shit too. is a crazy ass story, Lance. I didn't read it because I didn't care. Niggas, then, niggas down in Chicago every day. And then, sad enough, uh, I don't think she's in the group, but she's very much 
uh, a lot of the people in the group's friends. I think his name is Kanika Carlton. That's my motherfucking homie. I love her. Me. I love her. She was just her. in Vegas putting together Sam's wedding. Oh my God. And that's right down the street from us. You don't even expect nothing to happen. It in the the well, that's right in Hyde Park on 53rd Kill Park. That's I don't know where it happened at. Oh yeah, it happened. I don't know if you're familiar with that um, strip mall where Harold's is. There's a produce store. It's like it's right on 53rd and Woodlawn. Kim Bark is only a block away. Um, based on what I've seen. Hold on, was, wait a Hold on, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. What is Les has punched a woman? I just know who the fuck said that. What, what the huh? Who the fuck said that? Oh, Tammy was joking. Okay, okay. Tammy said it, but she's uh -huh. playing. I'm Okay, I was about to say, wait a minute now. Nah. <laughs> oh, now you tripping. She said she was playing, so I Tabby cracking jokes all the time. It's all good. I love Tabby. So it's nothing. But no, I, I, yeah, I, I saw the phone. Yeah, I know where she got shot. I just want to give my condolences to her. That's terrible. It's Hyde Park. That particular area, Hyde Park, I've never felt uncomfortable. I do know where you're talking, you know exactly talking about. It's a Heroes right there. That's the co-op. Hmm? It's a co-op grocery store right there. And, right um, in my Walgreens. And half our liquor, that uh, Kim Bark liquors is right there. Been right there. Damn. It was a carjacking? Yep, 74. And so what's crazy is, and oh, I don't want to see I'm just basing it off of what I've seen from the, you know what I'm saying, the uh, initial reports. It doesn't seem like they were trying to kill him. They punched him. Oh, he was a shot? He died. Hey, shit can happen. I remember working at a club once and a, uh, a patron ran up on a bouncer and the bouncer stole on him. Buddy fell back and hit his head on the concrete and got a hematoma. Like, you don't know what's going to happen when, when you hit a motherfucker, but that's super fucked and up. They're going to get charged with murder regardless because they did it. Good. Someone died in the, the commission of a felony. Good. And, and they got caught. They got caught, good. so that's a good thing. They got caught like two blocks away. Shout out condolences to you, Kanika, and your family. Um, I can only imagine the pain that you're going through. That's terrible. And this type of shit makes you so unsafe in Chicago. No one expects for something to happen in High Park, specifically that area. Um, and you know, that that's reminiscent of what happened. Uh, early this year, late last year, when the other gentleman, the uh, firefighter, um, in what was that Beverly Morgan Park area that was killed? They were trying to carjack him. Remember the guy that was getting some popcorn? He's an older guy. Out of like a out of like a, a store yeah. or something like a jeep. He was like a jeep Cherokee or something like that. He and they shot. He shot yeah, back. He defended mm -hmm. himself. That's what I'm saying. These are areas that you are you think it's not like. And you know, no offense to anybody from these areas. I'm from the West Side, so I already know. West Side, uh, North Lawndale, Garfield, Inglewood, where you expect these are areas, so it's like it's really becoming very unsafe in Chicago. It's very sad. So, I, what do you think know. about that? What do you think about all the up the uptick in violence that's going on? I mean, I don't even know if it's necessarily an uptick. Like this shit, been I guess it is. These motherfuckers get more wild and wild and wild. I don't know, man. I I, I could definitely understand. Like you don't. It ain't the same feeling like you go out in the city and just you your your sense of awareness is more heightened because of all this this fuck shit going on and, the, and these kids now Joe they they worse than ever because there's no codes there's no laws there's no they don't they don't have no old heads 
running shit. They just doing what the fuck ever. Like, you want to carjack an old man, yo, ain't no need to hit an old man. He's 74 fucking years old. And let me say this about uh, about Kanika, first of all. I love her. When I first met her, I met her at a time where I was new to a group, and every chick in the group was giving me hella flack when they met me. And she welcomed me with open motherfucking arms. She treated me, goddamn it, like she, man, she's so fucking, I love her. I talk to her every now and then through DM. Yeah, I feel so bad for I hit her up, goddammit. But that's yeah, a very, that's, that's the type did. of person that everybody loves. Her, but I feel like I know her just because I've seen her, you know, she comment and being on other people that we know mutually. And I mean, she no should. one wants to lose their parent in that way. You know what I'm saying? Oh, 74. Up. So my condolences, this city, we got to get this shit together. And it's crazy because the blame is all around, you know, because of the type of work that I do. I have a lot of contact with police. And I mean, I don't mean to demonize the police because the majority of police officers I know are great people. But, you know, they blame. Everybody got blame, right? If you talk to the police, their blame is on the judicial system because they just had that bail reform. And they feel like that's why there's been such an uptick in violence is because these people feel like they're not going to get, they can, they, they're not going to have, no, they're not going to be penalized because they reformed the bail system. The and bail so system? Right. Because they've been, they've been doing electronic monitoring or they've been lowering. It's like they're trying to get rid of the whole bail system because the whole point of the judicial system is that you're innocent until proven guilty. But mm-hmm. how is that how does that add up with the bail when people are being jailed and being incarcerated before they've been convicted? They don't and, get their money back. And there has to there is obviously we're disproportionately as black people affected by just about everything but the bail system. So that the reform was needed. Mm-hmm. And I do think that there are some people that's taking advantage of that, but I don't think that's the blame for what's going on. If anything, it's the it's the response to the pandemic. It's been a lot of negativity, negativity that has come from people finally coming out of the pandemic and they just wilding the fuck out. And and just because, yeah, it's some bail reform. That's gonna be some people that's gonna try to take advantage of the situation. And but I don't think the bail reform is a negative thing. It's a positive thing. And I think, you know, whatever. But that's how they feel. And I don't know. The shit is fucking crazy. You I don't know, know what to say about Chicago. I really have no words. I put it on the parents first and foremost. Being These your motherfucking children. Listen, I understand motherfuckers coming up in fucked up neighborhoods and some of that shit is out of their control. You know, you be having working moms, single moms, like they can't be there all the time. I do understand growing up in fucked up neighborhoods where there's not many positive influences around you. Uh, but some of this shit is just some of these kids ain't been raised, dog. Like gangs always been around. Gang it was gangs around when I was young. Like the level of violence, the the reasons for the violence, the 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 fucking frequency of it, uh the fact that they'll shoot motherfuckers, it might be one dude they want to kill with a five standing around and they don't give a fuck. This is out there, old people. Some of this shit comes down to be Yeah, but that's what I said. Some of this shit is more than just you grew up in a fucked up neighborhood with negative influences. Because I get that. How motherfuckers are selling all type of shit. A lot of this shit is you were never taught honor, 
respect, loyalty. You don't have a fucking code. You don't have no motherfucking respect for life, your own or anybody else's. And I know a lot of these kids don't feel like they got nothing to live for. There's not a lot of shit going on in their community for them to do. The schools and shit. All these things combined. But the biggest problem is your fucking parents. That's it. It ain't the only problem. It's the biggest one. You always go to the root. That you always go to the root first. You don't address the problem by fixing the top. You get to the bottom. Well, what's the root of the problem of your parents? What the fuck you teach? Match this. My mom used to tell me now the shorty. I wish you would come home with a bike. I ain't buy you. With anything, I ain't buy you. You know what I'm saying? Like that type. Like listen, you you can't you can't be. How the fuck you 13 years old and you out at one o'clock in the morning? Listen, when those kids. Um, shot up that man in, in Morgan Park and they found out that they was like the youngest was like 13 they one nobody older than 16 that shit saddened me because I'm like what has to be going on at home that they're committing this level of criminal you know what I'm saying this ain't just you still in a candy bar at a wall mm-hmm. kids do trying to sneak and steal some shit you are out committing armed robbery, murder, grand theft, auto, and murder. Shit at home can't be right. Motherfuckers and that commit some type of crimes, they're not coming from no stable ass homes. Period. Think about how nuts you got to be to pull out a gun on the fucking expressway. Crazy. Listen, I just saw a video yesterday. Did you see the video today? Some motherfuckers pulled their car over on the expressway because I guess they saw somebody from the expressway tried to shoot at the nigga and ran back to their car and drove off. All you see is the niggas like, no, you know, for the expressway, you go up the hill, you just gate or something. I guess they must have saw somebody. These motherfuckers jumped out their car in the middle of the expressway, ran up and bust shots at the motherfucker, run back, and it's all on video. Like, oh, my God. Yo, I'm telling you, I done met some of these kids. I play I play basketball with some of them, and I can tell the ones you can tell the ones who enter that life right away. Cause them motherfuckers, listen, I ain't no little dude. I done had these motherfuckers buck up to me, and I be thinking in my head, fam, I know you know I can end you right here. You ain't got no plans on fighting me. You talking all this shit, but you have no intentions on getting physical with me. Period. They ain't, they ain't, listen, them niggas ain't even considering throwing hands. It ain't an option. And that's why I say all these niggas is pussy. If the first thing you do is pull a gun, you a pussy. I tell you, you a straight bitch. If you can't, listen, first of all, most of these niggas shoot because they can't fight for shit. You don't know, and they don't know how to talk. The level of communication that these kids do. And you ever hear these kids talk? They talk in four word sentences. It's um, hmm, fam, famo. Every word is bro, famo. They, 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 so they can't work out no problems between each other. They don't know how to speak fucking English. They don't know how to communicate. They don't know how to deal with none of their issues. And none they don't have no, no idea of conflict resolution. And so really? it ain't even so much about them being punks, lands. This is just a culture that they grew up in that you handle conflict with the oh, highest level of violence. I know what you're saying, and I don't disagree, but I don't even think it's even that's really what's going on. That they just so scared. They oh, just in a different era than us. And the way that you deal with conflict 
is going to the highest level of violence, and that's to pull out a gun and shoot them. Legit. Period. We grew up in the era that we're going to fight first. We got to escalate to getting to pulling out a gun. You're right. And so it's very sad, and I agree with you 100%. Working in a behavioral health institution for eight years on the West Side, the number one issue that I saw was the parents. They don't listen. You know how many teachers done told me that they can't get a parent to come to school? So what they will do is take the child's cell phone and the parent will be there the same fucking day. And be ready to fight the fucking teacher, though. They Hmm? ain't even there to really, you know what I'm saying, resolve whatever's going on with their kid. They ready to come at the teacher. Nah, they ain't had nothing to say about their kid missing 30 days of school. They ain't got nothing to say about them fucking Fs. They ain't got nothing to say about the fights and suspension, but you took his cell phone and that's a problem. You know why it's a problem? Because they bought that. So they care about that cell phone. They don't care that much about their child. They care about that money they spent. Oh, he, oh, that ain't his shit. You know they going to say? He don't pay them bills. He ain't got nobody to take that from my son. No, do you know your son got all Fs? Fuck that. Your son shouldn't have no phone. Period. You should be taking his phone from motherfucking 8.30 to 2.30 and giving it, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, fuck it. Get that nigga a book and an abacus. Period. All the fuck he need. You need to learn. He need to start from the basic. You get a cat in a hat book and the abacus with your three words speaking ass. God damn it. Your motherfucking ass don't know how to count. You're like, you just, I saw a video with Lil Baby and some kids are trying to sell him some candy, right? The rapper. Oh, I heard about that. Right. And I'm going to let's shut it down after this real quick, but he pulled up on him. He was, he was some good nigga shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I'll buy the whole box. He said, how much for the whole box? Shorty say $200. He said, $200? How many bags of candy? I know, how much is the candy? $2 a bag. He said, bro, how many bags of candy bags are in the in box? Huh? Right. right, you got 100 bags of candy in there? So he asked him. You know what Shorty said? 36. <laughs> he said, fam, that's 84. That's $72. $72, right. I think it might have been whatever. He said 42 or something like that, whatever. He's like, that's like 80-something dollars. He's like, how the fuck is it 200? And his man had a box, too. He was like, y'all fucked up. So he bought one bag of piece from both of them and closed his fucking door. And I was like, see, what fuck can't even do math? You're trying to finesse a motherfucker. And you can't even finesse him. These kids don't even know how to read a fucking the time on a watch. If it ain't Nothing. digital, they can't tell time. They can't, they can't write in cursive. It's a whole different situation. And, and you listen anyway, to these, yeah. these young rappers get interviews. You you told remember we had a show where you was talking about that. How slow I don't want you to watch it. Just just watch some of these fucking the motherfucking uh fucking shotum gottas and the shysties and the whatever the fuck and listen to these motherfuckers talk. Like when I heard King Von talk, I was surprised. I said, This dude is pretty fucking eloquent. Like even even his thought process, I was like. Man, this ain't just no ignorant ass hood nigga, but he one of the few that can have a real. It's unfortunately he did, now obviously R.I.P. But when I heard him talk, I was expecting more ignorant shit out of him, and that right. wasn't what I got. And I was like, man, I want. But that goes along with that that the guy who got shot sixty four times in front of Cook County Jail. They all part of his TSK uh, or something like that. ATS and yeah. Whatever, man. I gotta say, end of the day, man. All this shit, these motherfuckers, wild. If you're in the city, if you live in the city, man, be the fuck careful. Like, like you say, can nigga father just probably ride through Hyde Park going to get something to eat, and now he not here no more because 
two little wild ass ignorant motherfuckers not only wanted to take his car, they couldn't just leave it at that. A Honda. You couldn't just leave it. At, why the fuck is you carjacking a Honda? Well, who knows? They can have it. They want to use it for whatever. But my point is, you already out here some fuck shit. You ain't even. You already robbing a motherfucker. And I'm assuming the kids is black, and you robbing another black person, and an older black person too. And you can't just leave it at like all the fucked up shit you doing. You couldn't just leave it at that. Like you already violating like crazy, and you got to still on the old man. Like, gee, whatever they might want them motherfuckers to get the maximum of whatever's the possible. Max, max, rape they ass up in Cook County Jail. All that ain't no, ain't no electronic and, monitoring. Them motherfuckers got to stay in there. The only fucked up part is our system so fucked up, and I know the laws fucked up, and they adversely affect us. But when you got a motherfucker who's so wild at that age, that's a, that's hard to reform a motherfucker, Joe. But yeah. I guess anything's possible. You don't want to give them. You don't want to end the motherfucking life. Because right. of the mistake they made when they 14, right. 15 years old. It doesn't, you know, and I don't mean to offend if, if she's watching or anybody knows her. I don't mean it in that way. I, I understand how you want the, the book thrown at these people, but it does seem like it wasn't their intent to kill him, but he did die. And so that's that you got to deal with the consequences of that. Hey, that man ain't here no more. You got to pay for that. Period. You are the you are the direct cause. You got to pay Period. for that. Period. Period. I, I ain't mean to. I don't give a fuck. You. I mean, it's the same. That. It's the same argument they try to make. You know, not to go down that, but with the George Floyd situation, yeah, they might not intend it, but their their level of negligence. No, that nigga intended. Is death. No, that nigga intended. I'm just saying that was their That was their argument. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah you, anyway. you don't do, and you don't do nothing to nobody for eight consecutive minutes without intent. No, I mean, it ain't nothing in this world I can think of I'm going to do for eight minutes straight without intending to do so. That ain't no short period of time. Like, I don't know if you've been in the fight. Fights last like 30 seconds, though. Do you know how long? You know, listen, I used to wrestle in high school. Wrestling is two minutes long each right. match. Do you know how long that feels when you're in a physical confrontation that shit feels like forever and then you will look up it's been 45 seconds yep damn near nine minutes not dog that's insane yeah that's insane. and that's why they threw the book at his goofy ass so Man, no they didn't throw the book at his ass that they didn't throw the book at his ass 22 they years that, that ain't, that's the book under the law that was the book that was the max he could get no but for, Close it, enough. for that particular, yeah, that was okay. a book. I know a lot of people wanted more, but I, hey, I take when it comes to law, I buy down to you. In the past, when they do the book at his ass, believe me, everybody on the police department, they all uh uh testified against him. Hey, we you supposed to be saying? out here early. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, we have a good conversation though, man. I, I know, I, like I know, I yeah. know. But let's go and shut it down for the night, goddammit, because I had another I had another topic I think was gonna ring off too. We're gonna have to save it for the next show. It's the uh yeah, yeah. emotional I, I ain't tell you about it. Emotional terrorist. You ever dealt with oh, emotional yeah. terrorists? We're gonna save it though. We're okay. gonna save that though. Cause that's gonna be a good ass. We might, we might have to get a guest on for that one. That's gonna be okay. a good ass conversation. I done, I done, woo. Yeah, we all been there. Uh, we all been there. Anyway, uh, hey, 
another good week. Actually, I was in a bad mood before I did the show. Now I'm in a good I'm mood. I'm glad you can see. I'm glad you feeling better. See, you just need you just needed Tiffany in your life. You know what I'm saying? That's what I do. I zoo positivity. I need that shit. Give me some more. <laughs> I need. <laughs> I need. Well, I hope you have a good rest of the week. And thank y'all for joining us tonight. It was a bunch of people that joined oh, in. Y'all they gotta be critics and that crowd upside down shit. What happened? What did he say? Hold oh, no, on, that crowd upside down shit. They gotta be. Crazy. He's so silly. Hey, he too silly. That's my baby though. <laughs> what did they laugh? She right. talk fast as hell. Listen, I listen. I talk fast. I'm loud, and I got a toothpick. I got my own language in this motherfucker. So just watch more often. You understand what the fuck I be saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, I've been trying to stop raising my voice, but when I get passionate about a subject, you know what I'm saying, it just it like naturally comes out of me. Like I've been trying in my head, I'm like, Lance, don't get But you done got a lot better, so you know it is. Oh, you talk about from uh for the first episode when I ain't let you say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the first four months. First four months, I ain't let you say shit. I was apologizing after every Look, episode. I'm, I'm, I'm the mantra. Get your shit off. You know what I'm saying? How many times did I apologize to you when we first started? You ain't have to. It was cool. It's all good. Yeah, but I felt like, shit, I have to go back and watch that shit. Like, God damn, you Don't even to. do it. Don't do it to yourself, ladies. It's all good. Hey, we appreciate y'all, goddammit. Uh, as you As always, thank y'all for coming. Hey, I fucking love y'all, man. I was in a bad mood. To my girl, Tiff, talk to my girl, Tiffany, doing the show, man. I feel so much better. Goddammit. it. I appreciate y'all for coming and rocking with us, especially because the finals all got that yes. no motherfuckers watching these finals. Uh, pardon my Leo coming out. Hey, I got something cooking. I know I keep saying it, but I promise you I do. It's just taking way longer than I expected, but the, the, the meet and greet is going to happen. Yes. I promise you it's going I'm to happen. To it. I'm working with somebody now. Uh, you're going you're gonna to be probably a little, you're going to be mad when I tell you what it is. Not mad, but you're going to just trust me. <laughs> trust me, you're going to be like, this is bullshit, man. <laughs> Anyway, oh boy, <laughs> I can't wait to tell you. Be some oh bullshit. my god, <laughs> it's gonna be fun, but I didn't know your response. I know your response. I can't wait. But anyway, thank y'all for coming out. God damn it. Uh, part of my ugly YouTube, Spotify, Instagram. Come on, go on YouTube. Let's get some subscribers in this video. Yes, at, at least subscribe, yeah, at least like do that, please. If you don't watch this, bitch, just hit subscribe for your boy. Period. But anyway, we out of here as always. God damn, we love y'all. Peace out, goddammit. Peace. Have a good night. I'll be 5,000 with my old ass. How about that shit? <laughs> <laughs> All right, baby. Bye. Later.